the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Time now for New Hope Radio on AM 1100 KFAX. This program is the radio ministry of New Hope Christian Fellowship in Hayward, a place of healing and restoration. Now here's today's message of hope. Get your Bibles, get them, get them, get your holy Androids and holy iPhones. Let's lift them up. Come on. Whatever you use to read the word of God, let's lift them up high and say this with me. Say thy word. Have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee? Father, thank you for your word today, Lord, that we'll uncover your truth, your truth that sets us free. I want to dig into this and I want to tell you something. You know, we'll pick up this next week. Amen. And, and continue on with Colossians 3 next week. But I want to tell you something. I just love the fact that we linger in worship. We linger in praise. We linger at the altar. Don't ever. And I'm telling the leaders of this church, don't ever feel like, oh, we got to pull back because, you know, we got to get this and we got to have that. Listen, it's about the deliverance of the Lord. It's about the healing of God. Amen. We can preach these sermons anytime and all the time. Amen. I'll get online tonight and preach a sermon and just sit to everybody, you know, but it's all about making sure you get what you're supposed to get when you get here. Amen. 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 So I, you know, I, I was in the car this morning and I was coming in, um, to church. Um, and when I got in the car and, and, and was looking at my dashboard, it said, you are due for an oil change. <laughs> oh, the mind your business. <laughs> Don't tell me when to take you to get an oil change. But then it goes even further. It'll send an email to me or my wife going, your oil is at 4%. It's lying, it's lying, it's lying. But it is it, connected. It's connected and it tells us and instructs us. And you know what? And then I got all these little different gadgets that I don't even know what they mean. And every now and then, clear they light up. Bling, and I'm like, I don't. But you know what I can do? I go to the manual. And I look for that gadget symbol. And then I find out if it's lit up, it means this. The manual of the car, which tells me everything about the car, gives me instructions on what to do if one of those indicator lights are on. Now, I can choose, because you know how we do. You know, anybody that's like me back in the day, that check engine light will come on, and we put a little picture over it. We don't want to see it. (laughs) As if it's going to magically go away. I don't want to see it. Because <laughs> if I'm seeing it, I'm stressed out. I'm stressed. But if I don't see it, it's like, you know, 
ain't nothing wrong with my car, you know. I can choose to ignore the indicator light that's showing up on my dash. Now, if I choose to ignore it, sooner or later, I'm going to deal with the consequences of ignoring what was there to help me or to direct me to my manual. I can choose to ignore it, but I'm going to have to deal with it. If I deal with it, then you can turn this down a little bit of some feedback. Then if I choose to deal with it, then what's going to happen is what could happen won't happen. It's going to cost me something. Because, you know, really when I'm ignoring it, when I'm ignoring it, I don't want to pay the price. I got some other things I want to do that are more important than paying the price for what's showing up as an indicator of something's wrong. Now, I said all that to say it's the same thing in life. Our manual is here to help us when certain things light up in our life. When enemies pop up, God, how do I deal with an enemy? Love them. I don't want to pay that price because loving them makes me look like a punk. You know, I grew up in the air. We we sucker free. We sucker free. (laughs) We sucker free, man. You telling me to love my enemy. Now I'm looking like a suck, man. Forgive those that have wronged me. I will if they ask me to forgive them. No, he said, no, go before they even ask you. Now, hold on. But the manual says to do it that way. Pray for those who despitefully use me. What? Now, I want to get them. (laughs) Now, I can choose to ignore what the manual is saying so that I stay on the road. I stay operating. But I know if I choose to, if I ignore it, that's what I'm about to choose you this day whom you're going to serve. If I choose to ignore, then eventually I'm going to break down. And life is going to get the best of me. You're going to see Timo. You're going to see Daddy Russ. You're going to see him. And you're not going to see the man of God that God's created me to be before the I didn't become a man of God when I got saved before the foundations of the world. He already established that over my life. When I came and gave my life to Jesus, all I did was connect with what he had already predetermined for my life. I want to tell you something. God has always seen you for who you are. God has always seen you for who you are. God is all man has him, but God has always seen you for who you are. God has always seen you for while you were doing the drugs. God had already seen you for who you are because God's word is not a lie. 
Look, I, I love the story. Beaver told me this story. He used to live in this shack in the in, in, in Hayward. He lived in this shack. It was toe up from the flow up, but it was a shack. It was his shack. It was his place. God saw him. You know what God did? You know what's so amazing about God? God put him in a shack before he gave his life to the Lord. God had him in a shack on a property or on a land that he was going to eventually own. He was living on a we or was we. See, hey, see, Lynn, I thought, I thought he, I thought he got you after he got in the house. <laughs> now, now I see why he goes, that's my boo. <laughs> they were living in a shack on a property that they were going to eventually own. They didn't know they were going to own it, but God knew they were going to own it. So God planted them where they were going to eventually own the whole thing while people probably looked down at them. Because Lynn's skirts used to be way up here. <laughs> Lynn came to church. Let me tell you about Lynn. Lynn came to church not to find Jesus, but to distract Beaver. I'm coming to distract. <laughs> She didn't know that God was setting her up. She came to distract Beaver and got distracted and got saved. (laughs) But they lived in the shack on a property that they were going to own. Didn't know it. They were just living there. I want to tell you something. You may be looking at where you're at right now. and You may be going, I don't know why I'm here. Listen, God's got you. God has a plan for your life. You may not see it, but that's okay. Keep your hand in the hand of the one who holds tomorrow. So we have a biblical outline. It's right here in the word of God. It's right here in the word of God. Everything that I need to find out. And if I'm, if I'm inadequate, it's because I haven't studied the word. And I know some of you, listen, some of you hear the birds. But guess what? I was excited to hear the birds in the ceiling. Somebody, I said, man, the church is getting ready to go through a season of new life. It's getting ready to go through a season of new life. God always sends a sign to say, I'm getting ready to do something new. So as you hear the birds chirping, you need to praise God for new life that's getting ready to happen. It's right here. It's in the word of God. How I live, how I can live. He's already given me all things, all things that pertain to life and godliness. I just don't know it. And I don't know where to find it. And I'm trying to search for it in all kinds of different directions and all kind of different things. I'm trying to find love in all the wrong places. Anybody been there? I'm trying to, I'm trying to feel good about myself. I'm trying to have peace. And, you know, Starbucks can't give it to me. I tried it. Pumpkin spice latte ain't happening. I try to find it in my team, but they always let me down come playoff time. So I can't find it in them. 
So you eat your life away or you drink your life away or you, or, or you do drugs to try to cope with what you're feeling on the inside. There's a pain that only God can heal. There's only a, there's a hole that only God can feel. I'm on the phone with my sister this morning and I know she's broken up and I'm asking God and pray with me that God just gives her strength out there in Georgia as she watches daily my dad just die before her eyes. And I know she wants to reach through the phone and just slap me because I'm saying, okay, I need you to do this. And I'm very pastoral and I'm just like, I need you to, and I know she's like, why are you not cracking up? I tell her because I got an assignment. I can't let the cares of this world overcome me and consume me to the point where I don't do the job that no that doesn't mean I'm not going to mourn it doesn't mean that I'm not concerned about him becoming frail and not being I said but I believe in what God has taught me in his word that when this life is over when this life is over we're going to see him face to face And everything and every pain that we've gone through on this earth, we're going to be able to lay it down. When you get here, he may may not know you. That's all right. But I know the truth of God's word. I know what God has said in his word. His promises are true. And I got to rest in his promise. So when I get a little weary, when I get a little wounded, when I get a little upset, I go right to my source. Look at Colossians 3. Give me about 10 minutes. We're going to pick this up next week. I want to dig into a couple of verses. We were talking about the first verse and the second verse of Colossians 3. It says, we've been raised. Somebody say, I've been raised raised in Christ. Christ. Come on, say, I've been raised raised in Christ. Christ. Now, what that means is I have a new life now. I have a new life. I'm sharing in the authority of Jesus Christ. Parents, you know you can walk through your house and begin to declare things over your house. The Bible said whatsoever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. And whatsoever you loose on earth is loosed in heaven. You have the authority. That's why the enemy wants you to speak the wrong thing. Because he knows the power of life and death is in your tongue. So instead of you blessing Instead of you saying, I know you're going through, son, but I bless you right now and I speak healing over your addiction. I know you're going through, daughter, right now, but you ain't getting kicked out of this house because you have a covering of Jesus over your life. What the enemy wants you to say is a different kind of word. You're stupid. Look at you. You're dirty. I can't believe you let this happen to you. How dare you? Blah, 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 blah. And you wonder why they die. You wonder why they're lost because your word spoke lost over them. You wonder why they don't want to have nothing to do with Jesus because they watched you walk in Jesus. And the way you walk, they don't want nothing to do with that. Because how you walked was a walk that I wish my husband would get saved. Act saved in front of him. You didn't call him everything but a man of God. You didn't call him a son of this. You didn't call him a mother of this. You didn't call him a this and that. You didn't call him a that. But then he sees you at church. (laughs) 
want nothing to do with the Jesus that you're talking about. Men, we're the same way. Her wives don't have nothing to do. They don't even have confidence in God because they lost confidence in us because we're not men of our words. I'll be home. (laughs) She preaching for me. I love it. Look what it says here. We've been raised. But look at this. In the the second verse of Colossians 3, it says, set your mind. Set. Someone say set. Set. That means to choose. I choose to have my mind in the right place. I'm squeezed, but I'm not going to allow the squeezing to put my, because, man, I'll tear some stuff up. (laughs) For those that have known me a long time, I'll tear some stuff up. But I got to keep my mind in the right place. I choose to do it. I choose to set my mind in the right. I know I'm going to be troubled on every side. I know sometimes my money going to be funny and my change is going to be strange. But I got to keep my mind on Jesus, the author and finisher of my faith. God, you'll make a way out of no way. God, you'll open doors that no man can shut. I may not have what I desire to have, but one thing I have is you. So it says, set, set your mind and keep focused, hallelujah, habitually on things above. So I got to train myself. So you got to understand that in life we've been trained. We've been trained and programmed. I heard, uh, isn't Angela, she's just growing. You see how she got up here? Teaching and singing now. Boy, I tell you. But the same way I learned by watching the world, I got to learn by watching what the word of God is teaching me. I want to be steadfast and immovable, always abounding in the word of God. But I'm not going to know how to do that unless I set my mind and practice what God is telling me to practice so that it becomes habit. See, it's habit for me now to wake up in the morning and go, huh, Alexa, put on Elevation Worship. <laughs> it's habit. And when I don't do it, something's off. I say, something's off. What's wrong? Oh, I forgot to put my worship on. Yes. It's become part of my DNA. It's part of my life. It's a habit to lift my hands up and say, Lord, I want to thank you for this morning. I want to thank you for blessing me with another day. It's habit. Those habits have overcome other habits. Come on, you know what your habits were. You know how you used to flow early in the morning. You know what you used to do. Why? Because they were habits. But I got a new habit. I got a new mindset. The unbroken word of God is sitting on my life. And because the unbroken word of God is sitting on my life, I'm leaning on the unbrokenness of God and no longer my brokenness. I'm no longer responding to my brokenness. I'm letting the unbroken word of God speak to my brokenness. And it's constantly telling my brokenness, you are healed. You are whole. You are healed. You are whole. You are healed. See, if I let others speak into my life, they'll talk about my brokenness. But the unbroken word of God is constantly creating new habits. 
So I'm not looking for the wrong thing anymore. I'm looking for the right thing. So not only set your mind, but keep focused habitually on the things above, on the things above. And I wrote down, I says, what is the things above? What are the things above? Ah, it's the things that our source reveals. A few minutes, a couple minutes, and I'm done for today and we'll pick up next week. Look what it says. He says this. Listen, we set our minds on the source that's in heavenly places. I got to look up because the Bible said those things that are in Christ are hidden to the unbeliever. It's hidden to the unbeliever. My eyes have to be focused in on my source because the Holy Spirit, when it says he will reveal all truth. Me and my wife were talking about this the other night. When he says, I'm going to send you another comforter and the comforter is going to reveal all truth to you. Jesus wasn't saying that I'm not the truth. What Jesus was saying was the the Holy Spirit is constantly looking at the Father and the Son in regards to our life. Yes. And whatever he sees, he reveals. Just like Jesus said, I only do what I see the Father doing. I only say what I hear the Father saying. See, Jesus, I gave you the, the model. The model is this. Whatever is revealed, do it. And I don't care who doesn't understand it. Randy, I don't care who doesn't understand it. Crystal, I don't care who doesn't understand it. Do whatever the Lord is showing you to do in the moment. It may seem crazy. Oh, but it was crazy when he said march around Jericho. And then what do you want us to do? Just march around Jericho and blow once. God, they think, well, I'm, this is looking crazy. This kid looking crazy. Keep marching. Oh, it looked crazy to Gideon when Gideon said, I got 32,000 men. Ha, and we're going to go fight an army that's greater than us and bigger than us and got more number than us. He said, you still got too many. He says, I only got 32,000. He said, tell those that are scared to go home. He said, anybody want to go home? 22,000 men went home. And then he says, okay, I got 10. God said, you still got too many. He said, God, do you know who I'm getting ready to go out here and fight? I'm getting ready to go out and find an army whose whose horses outnumber us. He said, but you got too many. I'm trying to reveal something to you right now. You got too many. So what do you want us to do? He said, take them down to the water. He said, what do you want? He said, I want you to tell them to drink the water. He says, and those that laugh it like a dog are going to be the ones that are going to go in the battle with you. I know Gideon, pastor, I know. We just like, okay, okay, I'm hoping that 9,999 of them (laughs) laugh like a dog. The Bible said 96 or 9,700 of them were sophisticated. Maybe they got their Dixie cups out. Had their pinky out. But only 300 got into the water and began to just lap like a dog. And God says, the 300 are the ones that are going to go with you in battle. It's crazy. But with 300. 
with 300 in faith, with 300 in determination, with 300 in believing what God has said, with 300 in trusting in his word, with 300 in being led by the Holy Spirit, with 300 in saying, Lord, if you lead us, we'll follow, with 300 that knew that his goodness and his mercy followed him, them all the days of their life, with 300. They confounded the enemy and defeated them. Yes. Come on, stand to your feet real quick. Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. I want, us to, I want us to see this thing the way we need to see it because things just don't look right. We got a lot of distractions. Past is speaking to us. Present is speaking to us. Addictions are speaking to us. Anger is speaking to us. Disappointment is speaking to us. Death is speaking to us. Someone died that meant so much to us. Health crisis is speaking to us. Everything is speaking to us. New seasons, I hear the Lord saying, are speaking to us. We're looking around and things weren't like they are were a year ago or two years ago. New seasons are speaking to us. And they're come, they've come to distract you from what God has said. They've come to distract you from what God has said. But God has already spoken a truth over your life. And the gates of hell will not prevail. This has been New Hope Radio, a ministry of New Hope Christian Fellowship. You're invited to worship with them at 22110 Montgomery Street in Hayward. Services are held Sundays at 10 a.m. For other service times and more information, see New Hope Christian Fellowship online at nhcfonline.org. That's nhcfonline.org. Join us next week at this time for New Hope Radio here on AM 1100 KFAX. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.